Yeah, the sooner we can get started, the sooner my fiance can come back home. So, okay, I'm, we're started. I'm so sorry about that. Um, <laughs> no, it's not your fault. I'm the one that kicked her out. <laughs> we got history. Got me feeling the nostalgia when you look at me. Thinking about what could have happened or what could have been. Finally, a face I know it that is sight to see. Take my time to take your clothes off one more time, maybe. Acting like you don't be calling it and impressing me. Didn't come to see your friends, I know you came for me. Like your dress, but you fit better in my wrinkle tee. We moved on to new with things, but we got history. Put my feelings all aside, don't know what to make it right. Pictures popping on my mind. All these occasions just work it out with me. I don't think it hurts to give another try on it. Ain't nobody here, no, you like I do. Welcome to the episode seven of Bit Sesh. What we have here is a slightly different format than the rest of the shows. I'm calling this the Bitcoin Power Panel. For those of you who don't know and haven't been listening, haven't been paying attention, shame on you. I have created and unleashed upon the world a game called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a crypto game in the same vein of things like Spells of Genesis or rare pepe uh not really like crypto kitty in terms of like breeding but it's definitely well within the crypto collectible space and to get today i've gathered a panel of some of the most elite bitcoin players these are players who quit their jobs and they (laughs) they climb the mountain they read all the literature and the lore and have come down from that mountain today to share that knowledge with you so welcome panelists thank you for having us yeah happy to be here long time listener first time caller it's an honor yeah, i think we're all first time callers and so who we have today is free dude we have don corn or the corn father and truck simply truck. Truck. <laughs> do you guys remember do you guys remember bigfoot the um the monster truck yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of my idols growing up. I was a Grave Digger fan, but... When I grow up, I want to be just like him. Four wheels. And so what I thought we could talk about today, guys, is Bitcoin. Um, I think we could talk about how you guys came across Bitcoin. I'd like to talk about different strategies for playing, talk about the different competitive aspects of the game, maybe things you'd like to see, maybe things you'd like to not see, uh, not not see, but not see, uh, to be clear. Um, one of the things that happened on my last uh, bit sesh is I was talking to Joe Looney, and he, he, I said, I'm all right, and he said, oh, you're alt-right. and i was like what the fuck just happened i didn't realize it at the time but it happened in like in post i was listening to it and i was like oh he got me um but i guess it makes sense that the godfather of uh rare pepe would maybe make an all right joke right (laughs) Ooh, backhanded (laughs) (laughs) all right so um let's just go through the panelists uh, if you guys don't mind, and maybe just speak to what your crypto experience is. Uh, are you like noob level? Are you like level 10 wizard? Are you 
partial to did you like come through bitcoin or ethereum are you partial to any particular project you know let's just hear your individual stories to see just to give the audience because right now they only know you as your usernames um and so let's kind of talk about that so uh free dude okay. like what free dude um what brings you to bitcoins in the space yeah so uh hey, hey everybody um so i've been a, a long time follower of um you know dan's podcast and it's had a, a big impact and it's a big reason why i got here but um no i, I got into i got into btc in like september 2013 uh and then you know i was really into uh, you know bitcoin uncensored and then that's how i found dan and then uh you know dan started he mentioned rare pepe in one of the original uh, episodes of unconfirmed transactions and I was googling everywhere for rare Pepe and then I found counterparty and then uh, somehow I think Dan I think you you kind of went silent for a while but then you you sent out like a tweet or something and you you memed out you know bitcoins and I heard about it and I shared the good word and and then I knew I had to had to fumble into some crops so that's how I got here cool uh Don Corleone, you're up. All right, yeah, my Bitcoin story, I've been always uh, against it because I figured Visa, PayPal, this is all digital crap. But I was a, a sports better, kind of borderline degen. And I had a friend place a bet on, on Super Bowl 51 uh, where the Patriots won. It was a risky parlay, and I ended up getting maybe – full bit bitcoin out of that and i was right before the the 2017 pump um, and then i'm i'm a noob guy so coinbase was my my app just checking that fomo in and then uh heard about bitcorns through free dude he was showing me pepes and i'm trying to collect pepes on on book of orbs didn't know how to do the decks or anything and right when I started getting my first Pepe's, the scientists shut the door to their lab. <laughs> and, and I got kind of sad. I, I needed something like that, some like collector's thing. So then Fridu told me about Bitcoins and uh, never looked back. Wait, wait, hold on. So you were sort of like, forget about Bitcoin. That was your disposition. However, you are betting with it because that, was the method you needed to use offshore sports betting books? Is that right? Exactly. I, I had uh, friends, you know, using Darknet Market in 2013 with their miners and trying to talk talk to me about it. I'm like, this is for criminals. I'm a, yeah, this is for criminals, for drug drug dealers. So uh, it's never going to replace the visa. So I was always against it, but then. Uh, it started becoming harder to use a credit card to make sports bets online to go through like Caribbean sports books and they wouldn't pay you out. Uh, so it was my friend, actually Jay or a uh, free dude placing big Bitcoin bets for me. That's really interesting. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the thing that makes Bitcoin so powerful is like, even if you hate it, if it fills a certain hole, you need to use it. <laughs> I love that. Um, 
truck you do you have a similar story or are you do you have a third way well i have a third way uh my father was a was an accountant so i was always really interested in money and um i was in college during the housing market collapse the lehman brothers collapse and that was right around the time that ron paul was running for president i was a huge uh paulite at that time and his big message was audit the fed so I was gung-ho, audit the Fed, that's an awesome idea. Um, I watched the bailouts happen. I watched Operation Twist happen. I watched all of the economic stimulus get pumped in. My interest in money was peaked at that point. I was basically looking at my own savings and you know the job I had and realizing at that time that all the money that I kept in the bank essentially was losing value every day I kept it in the bank. So I started out by trying to make stock trades and read as much as I could into earnings reports and different companies that I believed in. Um, around 2013, one of my buddies, uh, there's a there's a big um, there's a big concert in Detroit that happens every summer. It's like a techno fest. It's called Movement. And my buddy was like, "Hey, um, we want to get some weed to go to techno fest." I found this darknet website called the Silk Road and they used this currency called Bitcoin and we watched it we watched it at that time like go from like 60 bucks to 250 bucks and then it came back down to like 80 bucks. Mm -hmm. So we bought some we we went through the Silk Road we we got our weed we went to the show it was awesome and something about that transaction just caught my interest and I learned everything I could about Bitcoin. I realized that it was a finite supply. I learned that the electricity that they spend secures the network. I mean, I learned as much as I possibly could about Bitcoin. And I've been hooked ever since, basically. There's and nothing then, like getting uh, away with it to hook you, right? Dude, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, we were going we were going on 8 Mile to buy our weed from like the shadiest guys you could possibly imagine that were selling us crappy weed. And then we, we go online and we get like the... I mean, hands down, the best best weed we'd ever smoked. And I, my fiance is going to kill me for telling the story, but my uh, path to Bitcoin began with drugs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Silk Road is definitely a website I've browsed, and definitely the first time I heard about Bitcoin. So, I and it's it's not I it's not an unusual path. It's um, it's a wonderful path, actually. <laughs> um, so, great. So I, we I have buy some, Oh, sorry. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. I want to buy in some counterparty um, yeah. just randomly on a lark because all of the altcoins were going up uh, sure. around the holidays in 2017. Mm. Um, I just let it sit for a little while. It was sitting in a Bittrex account. Um, I joined Telegram. I found out that there was this fun community of people online. The scientists had already shut down by the time I found counterparty as well. But I was in the Rare Pepe group. I was in the Coin Dojo. And uh, Dan says, hey, I'm starting this new Bitcoin thing. And I... Uh, he airdropped me 0.1 crops. I let that sit for a little while longer until I realized, holy shit, this thing isn't going away. This is actually kind of cool. Put up my farm art, bought another couple of crops to be able to get it on the front page. Realized I could start spending money on buying cards. I love collecting things. So the rest is kind of history after that. Wow, cool. Wow. So since everyone's come in through a different way, but what's interesting to me, I guess, is um, Don Corleone here and Truck both missed Pepe 
is basically what you're saying. Interesting. I, I remember right. seeing an article that said like rare Pepe is the most innovative thing happening on the blockchain right now. And I was like, okay, rare Pepe, that sounds kind of silly. You know, I didn't take it seriously mm -hmm. until it was too late and I realized what was going on. And I was like, oh, it is pretty innovative. So, yeah, well, don't feel so feel too bad. So I was, um, I was around when rare Pepe was launched and I was well within the community at that point. And I was invited into the rare Pepe uh, core dev chat and they were like Dan via core dev and um, Sean Leary offered me 20 rare Pepe's to be a core dev <laughs> and um, I was basically my my opinion was that this thing would go too far and I don't want to be a part of it and I left the chat and that was basically my my disposition and I and I received I don't know, something like 150,000 Pepe cash, something like that. And I just like auto dumped it. I was just like, I mean, not skeptical of it, but just like, I think this thing will go too far. However, when I was at the rare art festival in New York City in January, that was sort of like the, I, I got to experience like what going too far looked like. And Actually, at this conference, when there was like 200 people or so there, uh, you know, quote unquote, going too far was actually kind of fun and uh, enjoyable. So <laughs> that made me think, like, what can I do with this tech, with my know-how? And that's how Bitcoin was born, actually, is out of that event. So... It all comes full circle in the end, but like, don't feel too bad. I mean, I was there at the start <laughs> and I was like, hard pass. <laughs> no, I don't feel bad at all. I'm happy to be here now. I mean, especially now when uh, not a lot of people are paying attention. And I, I, in my own personal opinion, I know that there's another wave coming. It's going to happen. Um, so to be here now is, is better than yesterday, I guess. Fair enough. Fair enough. So gentlemen, you've introduced yourselves. Um, I guess there's no women on the panel, say lobby. Um, but how dare you think my gender, sir? I have assumed everyone's gender, and you're all cis male. Um, now in terms of Bitcoin, so you guys come across Bitcoin. How many are are you? You guys are crop. You have crops, and yes. you have farms. Yes. Let's talk game. Let's talk strategy. Let's talk what you like about it. Let's talk what you don't like about it. Let's talk what you'd hope to see. You know, let's get into it. Because, so, I mean, we are trying to make something cool. I mean, because I think the thing that I try to do that I think you guys see is that I like to listen to what people have to say about it. And then I, I try to integrate where I can. It doesn't always come at the rate people want. But um, let let's get into it. Like, who 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 has something pressing they want to dive into? And let's just ch chat on it. Me personally, I wish cro I wish co-ops played a much bigger role in the game. Sure, because okay. I didn't join a co-op until today. I think it was that I I finally decided to hop into a co-op, and it was who'd only because who did you choose? I I did CTC. Ooh ho ho! <laughs> oh. <laughs> have you guys represented your 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 co-op so we have quarantine clan in the house who else is micah here 
Yeah, we're we're here. <laughs> we up in here. <laughs> okay, so um, let me just give you background and also the listeners' background, and then we can talk about that because I think that's a good way to place to start. So, um, when the game was first created, there was it was uh, basically uh, a one player, not one player, but like it was basically individually played, and there were some players who had. Um, taken very large positions in crops. They made very large farms such that if nothing ever changed, they would basically be guaranteed to win. And that would be kind of, it would be very unsatisfying to play if that was the case. Nobody wants a predetermined game. Um, I don't agree with some criticisms of crypto games where it's pay to win because there's a lot of games that are quote unquote pay to win. If you ever talk to Magic the Gathering card, Magic the Gathering yeah, exactly. players, like you gotta, you, you need to shell out money to make a nice deck in that game. So it's, I don't agree with that kind of criticism. However, I do agree with the criticism of like, oh, okay, this is just predetermined. Um, and so what we did is we created this idea of co op play where you could join a team or a cooperative and make, and make it so that you could collectively win. So you could kind of team up, gather your power, and maybe win as a team. And so in the Bitcoin game, individuals play for bragging rights and teams play for squad goals. But the creation of it was very organic as a response to what players wanted. Um, But at the moment, it's almost just like uh, you... in it's basically you just join and it's almost like just adding a name to your farm. It's very, it's very simple. It's like categorizing your farm almost from a database level. So I would agree that there's a lot more that could be done there. And so let's talk more about what could be done there. What would you like to see out of co-ops? Well, immediately upon joining a co-op, me personally, I stopped attacking CTC clans on Bitcoin battle. Because they were my homies. So that's, I mean, that's, that was one of the effects that I noticed right away is, oh, this guy's in CTC. I can't attack his farm. That would be rude. Wow. Yeah. You know, I I think you, you get a coop going, you make your own private uh, telegram group. And then that's where the magic happens. That's where the strategy really starts to, to take shape. Um, Wait, are, are you confirming that the existence of a Micah chat room? I can neither confirm nor deny it, you know, any, anything around that topic, but I'm just speaking more generally, like, you know, you want to think about there's two ways to win the game and, you know, you can either collect the most Bitcoins and, and take it home yourself or your coop or co-op can, uh, can get the most coins. And so I, I think the real magic that uh, gets shared in, in Bitcoins all starts in the private coop chat. And so, um, I don't know, but like, you know, a lot of us, like a lot of us farmers, especially early on, like, like Dan, like, you know, like we were, the cool part about Bitcoins is that as a user and or a farmer in the community, you have meaningful input in like where you want to take the game, you know, Dan, you know, Dan's doing his, his best to to get it going. But if you've got a good idea, you can just kick it over to Dan and, and the rest of the farmers and, um, I think that's one of the most interesting things about Bitcoins is that, 
you know, we're just, we're going in, we're just making it up as we go, but um, you know, the, the community is, is what's making some interesting things to, to add to the game. Yeah. Well, hopefully this, this, the conversation is part of it, you know, like, cause I, I'd be happy to do more of things like this for me. It, it's all, it's all, it all goes into it. So, I mean, you got, you gotta understand that I get a lot of DMS with really cool ideas, but what I have been working on lately is, refactoring my backend such that because i run bitcoins kind of probably dex and kind of fox and uh i'm trying to make this thing called digirare but the (laughs) the stupid thing that i've done because i built them at different times is they all interact with counterparty in different ways which means that rather than maintaining one sort of like smart way to do it i maintain five stupid ways to do it (laughs) and i'm refactoring (laughs) them all to have like one backend so basically it and it's so close to being done and it's very frustrating. I spent all day on this stupid thing today where for some reason there's like one particular transaction that won't save to my database and it screws up the entire history because of this stupid one transaction. Doesn't matter. Whatever. I'm gonna fix that. But um once I have that. It gives me. Yeah, I wish I could help. Wish I could help you, but I have no background in code whatsoever. I'm one of those. But well, what I'm trying to well, you can understand what I'm doing is I'm I'm trying to uh, unload some of my overhead, such that I can focus on these different ideas people have presented. So some of the cool things, that, I mean, the, one of the coolest things about Bitcoin, I would say so far, is dry as a bone, and that's something that Worm has presented to me and he actually did a lot of work uh to make sure that that would make sense in the game um and i added that feature um but but as a software developer when you when you're there's a lot of people with feature ideas but if you do them all piecemeal it it becomes very difficult to make a stable uh software platform so that's what i'm focused on now and it's so boring it's so it's boring um but i think co-ops would benefit from basic stuff like like images like uh, to have like a this image is like our logo that's oh, so basic yeah. but like necessary um i think it'd be cool to let you do like invite only co-ops like maybe there's like maybe you have to like apply to a co-op i think the people that are running them would like really like that because then they could sort of like vet people and then it and then if you get accepted to the co-op it's it becomes sort of like ooh like i'm in right well and i i I would be lying if i didn't say like it seems pretty obvious to be able to jump ship on your co-op at the last second just to get a squad goals i mean something that might lock you in a little harder interesting so what would that look like would you only be allowed to which like would you have a cooldown period? Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah, that that's exactly it. A cooldown period, so that at least everybody would know. Maybe six months before the end of the game, if you're locked into this co-op, you're making a commitment. Maybe it has to be a little bit longer than six months, but yeah, it it seems pretty easy to me at this point to jump ship, get a squad goals. It doesn't matter what people think about you at that point because the game is over. So you know, YOLO. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, it should think, be whichever whichever uh, co-op you harvested most Bitcoin for. That's good. 
maybe hmm i'm trying to think like maybe there's a way to decay points if something happens where that would like there would be like sort of like effects like you basically what you're saying is that there's no downside and maybe there's a way to introduce downside um in a way mm. like maybe if like you switch you your new co-op doesn't get like full benefit until a certain period of time it's like a cooldown or a warm-up it's like either would work maybe hmm. what do you guys think it, it's hard because you know you get it's like which making a game is all about incentives and what and also you know you, you guys are familiar with the idea of like op like I guess the major complaint about the game as it first started was that this player Aztec who had the most crops was basically OP. So OP. And so we made co-ops and that's addressed it to a degree. However, um, some of the bigger players just made their own co-op and remain pretty OP. Um, but then panic. we're looking at you panic. Panic at the disco. Yes. And then we have um, Worm came up with this idea of dry as a bone, which to a degree addresses it, but maybe not sufficiently. So what else we got? Like, hit, hit me with it, guys. Like, uh, what do you got? Mm. Reorganization of cards on your farm. That would be cool. Oh, just like, yeah, yeah aesthetically or whatever so you prefer to like feature certain cards right like uh you know how on myspace you could uh, pick your favorite friends maybe something that you could say hey these are my rarest cards and they belong at the top of my farm interesting there i was thinking about something today like for my kind of focus is on this like on the google map and making the map a bigger part of the game where you with my location <laughs> oh what's your location I'm on Corn Islands off the coast of Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of your farm, by the way? How about each yeah. of you uh, give the name of one farm? I know you guys might have multiple farms, but like, just so people listening have an idea of like, kind of how people approach it. I'm, my I'm my Bay number Area one farm. farm. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Don. I was I'm the Bay Area Farms, uh, and I got a sock a sock farm too. It's inside of that farm called bitcoin farm number one <laughs> I, I had to hack into a blockchain to get that going i think it's the only <laughs> farm like that i've got uh i've got three farms i'm the corn islands i have the yorktown farm which is in cornwallis's cove in yorktown uh was that is in Virginia? It's a place where General Cornwallis lost the Revolutionary War. And I have Detroit Farm, which is my hometown. I had to, I had to take Detroit. Hometown stunner. Free do. Where are you at? Are you, are, do you want to be a non, an anon farm? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, you can find me in um, down in Mexico. I've got uh, El Placio del Mit. Bill Bitmaids um, down in Cabo. Uh, <laughs> pretty chill. But hey, hey, Truck, I, I just remembered something. So what 
What cards have you have you made for Bitcoin? Uh, so far, I've got Billy Mays, Corn Jesus. Corn Jesus is mine. I did the Hygrometer, which was my first ever card. It was Hygrometer. Yeah. And uh, I did one more, I think. Wait, what's the last one? Oh, the Cornwallis Corn card out of York. Yeah, yeah, out of Yorktown. Okay. Um, I, I mean, dude, awesome job. Your cards are so moist and so <laughs> Thank you. Um, I mean, Cornwallis, I think, is, is wonderful. Billy Mays was, I think that was the card of the season. I, I think, I just think that was, uh, that's so funny, man. So how do you, uh, how do you make these memes? How do you, how do you start? Well, one of the things, speaking of going back to my original reason for being in Bitcoin, one of the things I used to do with my buddy, I'm just going to call him B for the purposes of this podcast because I don't want to out him, but um, B and I used to smoke weed all the time and we would just think of funny stuff, like just funny shit. And, and one of the things we would always do is talk about marketing. I love marketing. I love trying to figure out funny ways to represent things. So um, Billy Mays, when we thought of it, and Cor- we thought of Cornwallis together also, it just snapped. He, I, I've tried to convince him many times. Like when we came up with Cornwallis, I said, dude, B, you have to, you have to take this farm. This farm belongs to you. Like it was your idea to come up with Cornwallis. And I could not convince him to start the farm. So I went through, I went through with all the work myself and it's just a Photoshop. Like, but yeah, I got, uh, then, and then the next one, if you guys are interested in, in my next, uh, card it's the wizard of cobs which oh man <laughs> you're really? very punny you're very yeah. punny i love the punny that's that's my jam you know that what's funny about that truck is i get another friend who works in marketing and he was telling me he was doing this like thought experiment and he was like i was going through thinking of like brands and the way he was going about it was he was taking two major sort of like keywords and shoving them together. So some of the stuff he came up with, the one I can think of now is like God shave. <laughs> like shaving is a big category. God's a big category. There you go. God mm-hmm. shave. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so what, here, what that's, that's a, I, the question that he asked about, how you get to your cards is interesting. What What do you think about issuance? Like, because people have taken way yeah. different tacks on issuance. People have gone from like a, a handful, as many as like twenty one million. So there's very different views on issuance. What Where do you land on that? Yeah, this this was, um, this was fascinating. Um, no, go ahead. Yeah, because you know, I was look when I was thinking about doing issuance. You know, obviously, you, you think back to Rip Pepe. And, you know, I have one of um, the, the Barry Silbert Pepe's, I forget what it was called, but only 21 of those were issued. And, you know, and Pepe's prime, you know, commanded a, a, a ton of Pepe cash. And so initially I was like, hey, the, the way to go is to, you know, keep low issuance, you know, under, under, under 20, under 50. Um, but then we started doing the auctions and the auctions are electric. And then when you get into the auction setting, you know, you can sell a lot, you know, of, of your cards. So you can say, I want to, I'm going to sell a lot of 50. And so when you have that higher issuance and you can sell more, you know, you feel like you're getting a great deal. And uh, I don't know. I, I think, 
it also depends on the on how moist your card is. You know, if it's super high quality, then you know I, I think there is a good strategy to keep a low issuance. Yeah. You know? It does seem like the because someone because I've been trying to there are a number of cards that I have not released, but I have not necessarily rejected them. So I've been kind of like shadow banning certain cards, not outright rejecting them, but not necessarily releasing them. Um, and I remember Sasha Hodler was saying, like, you know, let the market decide. And it does seem like the way people go, it doesn't seem like the aesthetics really matter a great deal. Um, Don, what were you saying? You, 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 were, you have an opinion on, like, what issuance is ideal? Well, yeah, I think having a high issuance where you've got multiple or you can buy multiple and then give them out or mm -hmm. pass them on, I think that's important. Where you, If you have an issuance of 10 or something, People will look at it and say, I'll never be able to own that. Um, don't really maybe go after it as much. And also the idea of, of uh, trying to make money off of a, a meme, like, oh, I'm going to maximize the amount of XCP I get for this. Uh, seems kind of goofy for a, a collector card game. I don't think any of us are in it to get rich, or try to maximize profits. It, it's more fun to have more back. Uh, yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Well, I think the, I think the auctions, I agree, the auctions have been like, um, I really, I think and it would be cool to have an auction this month for sure, just to like keep it going. Because um, the auctions are fun. And like, they, they, they're another aspect of the chat rooms, like, that the chat room lo looms large in the Bitcoin world. Um, in terms of cards, though, what do you guys feel about in terms of functionality related to cards? So we know that dry as a bone is the card with the only card with like an in-game function but it's not necessarily the only one that could have an in-game function where do you guys land on that do you think it would be better to have um because the sort of dry as a bone thing is sort of like its own it's like when Wern came up with that i couldn't do anything but implement it but would it be would it still be satisfying if the functions certain cards had in the game were more gen like more common? So like maybe maybe like cards can def card owners can define like okay if you have this card it gives you like this effect and that and many cards can have access to that. Do you see what I'm saying? Like unique versus generalized. Where do you guys land on I, that? I think those are huge because. You're talking about uh, earlier, oh, this game seems pay to win or whatever, but getting the bragging rights or the squad goals is is not part of the reason I, I play this game. I like these side little side missions. You know, how are you going to distribute dry as a bow and how are you going to get the best spot on the map? Uh, so the more kind of side missions like that, the, the better the game. I definitely uh, the next iteration of the Bitcoin. So, like, as soon as I figure out this backend thing, I'm slogging through. Um, the one of the first things I want to release is achievements. So, um, achievements could be like collected this many cards, or yeah. um, maybe you know, okay, congratulations, like you placed your first map marker, um, things like that, um, and maybe some like hard to find ones um but one <laughs> one of the things that i that i i can't achieve 
the way I want to is wouldn't it be neat if there was like a scheduled dividend on the winning tokens though? Wouldn't that change your mind about like whether or not you wanted it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Especially if it's the first scheduled dividend to be scheduled on counterparty, that'd be huge. Oh, that'd be funny. Well, that that would be that. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, even when Wheeler was saying, "Hey, uh, whoever buys the most craps in the next seven day period gets 125 K Bitcoins. I was like, all right, I'm going to buy craps, I guess. Well, it wasn't, I, I wasn't against it. It was just like, no one really had strong feelings about it to based off of what I saw in the chat. Um, cause he, he was funny. So people that are listening, um, who don't know, there's a chat room for Bitcoins, And I, I made this player named Wheeler an admin. And the first thing that he did with his admin power is he started declaring that he was giving away bitcoins that he didn't have, <laughs> which was yeah, fine. The first thing he did was abuse it. <laughs> um, but uh, but what he landed on was that somebody might win bitcoins if they bought a lot of crops, and to me that just didn't seem like the the, the maximally creative best use of that. Um, but I'm open to stuff like that. Like, you know, you guys pitch ideas, whatever, whatever you think. I mean, free dude's been very quiet and he's, but he's also called in and left some very savage voicemails. So free dude, what's, what's going on with you? <laughs> um, yeah, I think there should definitely be badges where you can, uh, that, that are tied to cards. I, I'm trying to think of like incentives that are, that are going to drive velocity of, <laughs> of, you know, Bitcoin of crops and then of these, uh, of these dank moist memes. Um, but I think each coop you should be able to like earn badges based on the number of um, cards you own. And, you know, maybe if you own a certain number, maybe if you get a certain number of badges that gives you a, a corn bonus. Oh wait, we couldn't really do that. Um, but and then another thing I was thinking about was, you know, there was that news not so long ago about, you know, one of the more popular, you know, dApps on ETH, uh, FOMO 3D. And, mm -hmm. I've been thinking about, you know, could we do like a, a cornmo 3D where there's, uh, you know, some type of, of lottery where you can, everyone can throw in Bitcoins. Uh, do you, are you kind of familiar with that at all, with FOMO 3D? FOMO 3D works where you buy a ticket and if you're the last one to buy a ticket in a 24-hour period, you basically win the lottery. Um, however, like it's very unlikely that you'll ever be that person. Right. <laughs> right. And every and, time and, somebody buys a ticket, they increase the time that yeah, the tickets are yeah, sold. Resets. Yeah, resets. And then to keep you uh, bag hodling, they, uh, you also get a, 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 an interest payment or a dividend, you could say, uh, for the longer that your, your bet stays in there before the pot gets cleared. So does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's possible with counterparty uh, however it would there would be a trusted center to that for sure um that's the one caveat there but um no it's a good point though like there what are what what's popular in ethereum that could be replicated in counterparty think about that all the time um hmm. i was thinking taking one of these popular uh ethereum collectibles and you do some sort of proof of burn and you get some Bitcoin. So I got 10 
worthless crypto kitties, <laughs> inexpensive crypto kitties. And I, I prove to someone that I burn them and I get some, some crops or, or Bitcoin or something. I get some of these ETH collect, uh, collectible guys, people into Bitcoin. Hmm. I don't hate it. Like basically the way that I view, I mean, cause I have Bitcoin, but it's almost like just as a result of, um, I'm holding crops as like a inventory to let people, more people access the game or whatever. But like the, the Bitcoin that I own is largely available for like fun promotions and ideas. So, um, I could see you mentioned co-op bonuses for certain configurations. That makes a lot of sense. I'm going to write that down. Um, different ways to incentivize people who are, are like predisposed to be interested in Bitcoin and gaming this way on Counterparty. That's a really cool idea. Um, how would I would have to find maybe like if I could find like an Ethereum API where I don't have to run an Ethereum full node, which is very expensive. Um, I hear that like it's it's super hard to get an Ethereum full node to even like sync. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if there's like an API where I can check, like, does this address have this burned amount, and does your, I don't even know if Ethereum has address signing, um, but if they do, that's actually feasible to like try to try to raid other uh, platforms for players. Like, I'm down. Yeah, I think what, like, I, I just, you know, I'm trying to think of, you know, how can we ignite the PAMP? You know, how, how, can, how can we get it started? And I think, you know, we love to speculate. That's that's, um, that's why everybody that's listening to this, you know, we're all speculators. So, you know, there's a way, like, I think a, a cool thing that um, Rare Pepe did, I think they did, like, there was, like, the Mayweather and Floyd fight, and you could, like, take your Pepe cash or, I'm forgetting that. And you like bet on who you think would win, and then, uh, and then if you won, you receive some cards. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of ways where. Yeah. Well, I, I, I could see I could see um, glorious anons appearing to provide such a service. <laughs> 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 Interesting, though. Um, I mean, hmm. Hold on. Let me look at my notes because, like, I. I, I want to write down some of the things you're saying. Could if uh, I'm going to take a second to write some stuff down, if you don't mind. So if anyone wants to just kind of blab blab for a second, I'm going to write some stuff down. Yeah. We hey, try. Do, uh, we should do a voicemail. Yeah. Hey, what up? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll, so I'm going to edit this out uh, in post, but I'll go to voicemail after I write down. What I'm writing down is basically groups. It'd be cool if groups maybe conferred more benefits right we agree on that yes i was yeah. also thinking like if the co-ops had a particular so you know how um x chain pepe lets you in on all of the extra features of free wallet i think it mm -hmm. is yeah what if all of the co-op groups that we have on telegram required somehow the co-op token yeah, so I think Indelible Trade has been working on coding something like that. All right, let's let's go to the let's go to the voicemails. Um, and that word "pamp," I'm I just I'm I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna act like I don't know what that means. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
Is that French? Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. This is you, free dude. Michael Tidwell. I'm gonna skip that. You you mistook Michael Tidwell, by the way. He didn't work for BitPay ever. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. All right, so here we go. Here's my voicemail box. I got a bunch from Theo. Let's we'll see if there's anything good from Theo. Teachandbet.com. <laughs> yeah, Theo's <is> so funny. <laughs> All right. I, I want I Theo's mean, job, by the way. Can I have Theo's job? He's got a lot of funny ones that aren't specific to Bitcoin, but like, do you guys want to hear him anyways? And like, uh, take yeah. a shot at him? Because yeah. like, Go for it. I don't think, I don't know when, where, or when they're going to fit. And like, I'm feeling it right now. All right, ready? Go. Hi, this is Theo Goodman. A question for some of your panelists today. I was wondering why are Bitcoiners so toxic, mean, and creating such a negative community that it's hard to let new people in? It's really quite amazing. So Theo wants to know, why is Bitcoin so toxic? Make better cards, Theo. Don't touch my balls. <laughs> uh, I think it's because of people like Rigger. <laughs> that guy came in uh, just slinging, slinging shit everywhere. And so um, I asked, I, I, I asked Skrilla if he was Rigger and where Rigger was, and he vehemently denies. Of course he's going to deny. <laughs> of course. However, he does want to know if you see it. Oh. Uh, I see it. Yeah, I see it. I don't so see it, guys. Where, where, do we, where do we put it? I mean, it's, tr it's tricky, right? You see it? One of the things we need more of is users. We want do more big corners. So. Do you see it? <laughs> I want more farmers. We need more farmers. Come on. Let's go. Guys. So in terms of farmers, um, I have a little bit of crops. I'm happy to um, sprinkle and crop dust people. Uh, what? motivated you guys to become farmers because if we understand that it would be helpful to um finding new farmers well a lot of what people are doing these days is being their own bank and issuing tokens or assets whatever you want to call them on counterparty is a lot like minting a currency in a way i mean look at pepe cash it's unlike anything I've ever done or used before. I mean, people are 21, 18, 16 years old, and they're building these products online that are the equivalent of what took hundreds and hundreds of years to establish in the real life. Yeah, my reasons are like way more simple. <laughs> like I saw... Uh... I thought that crops was a pretty good idea and that I knew that like the Bitcoin meme was strong. And so I just saw that uh, I thought that the idea was pretty interesting to have to have crops that paid you Bitcoins. That was funny. And um, and then I like the website that, that Danny put together with where you could kind of put yourself on the map, claim your territory. Um, and then everybody was just really, really funny. <laughs> that started jumping in on it. So 
uh, yeah. community helps. I want to I want to make the site better. It's just the, it sounds so so I'm so lame, but it's like I want to first thing first. I want to make this one particular change, but then the things I want to do is um, make the features available to co-ops <clears throat> a little bit more richer. Um, hey. Quick question: When you guys mess with your farms, are you doing? Are you signing every single thing? Or are you uh, authorizing yourself for a certain period of time? I'm saving it or authorizing it, but I don't make that many edits, so mm -hmm. that usually it usually expires by the time I come back. To it okay. Quick question then, um, because people fall into two different camps. Like I can make it such that you could basically register and sign in with a password but like the first time you create an account you kind of like verify which farm you own with a with a signature but you do that once and then you just become like logging in with like an email and a password people fall into two camps they either think that is like anti-crypto and lame and some people are like yeah that'd be great and easy where do you guys fall that goes against the, the spirit of of crypto my opinion yep. to have some login create a user id and i got to give you my email i don't i don't think uh, we're here for that yeah i unlocked my farm one time until i realized that i unlocked it for everybody and the only thing that was keeping them from editing my farm was the fact that they didn't know it was unlocked no 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 that's not how it works <laughs> is that not how it works do i have yeah, a misconception there it, yeah yeah no it it sets a cookie only on your computer okay yeah, I, no worries. <laughs> it felt I felt naked. That's incredible. You thought that somebody could just come by and like raid your farm. That's incredible. That's how I. That's how it seemed to me at the time. Yes, absolutely. So let me talk to you guys now about ideas I have, and then I'm going to vet them against you. And I think that the number of players that will actually listen to this at this point, as far as we are. Um, will be a small enough where it'll still be surprising if I if I do some of these things. All right, <laughs> sound good? I don't. I, I would not underestimate the amount of autism you have in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> but does it, does it sound good? Do you guys want to hear some some ideas? Oh yes. that maybe better. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do it. Oh yeah. So <laughs> this is a a funky one, but I was thinking it might be kind of interesting if Bitcoin. If the Bitcoin universe developed like weather, um, so think about the map and now think of think of if like there's sort of like similar to Sim City when there's like tornadoes and stuff kind of show up, right? I was thinking like kind of like a a funky thing that would be interesting to add to the game would be like maybe there's like this storm that moves across the map that kind of like reverts your farm to prior states while it's active on your farm. So like, say you've changed your name, photos and in information, maybe this sets you back like five edits. And it's just a weird thing that just happens. It's not really a big deal. It's just a weird effect that kind of just a casual effect that kind of like moves across the map. That's one thing. It sounds weird. I know. What do you think about that? So I'd like say, I'd say take it to the next level and, and of flood comes through and now you lost your you lost your location on the map so if you've been watching the map you can come and claim that spot well this is this is so this is, gets back to why this the strong foundation is important because a lot of features could conflict so um other features that would be interesting would be like 
I want to have, I have a card. I have an asset registered card called corn silo. And the purpose when I registered corn silo, the idea would be that this would give you like a weapon and imagine like a missile silo with a corn cob in it <clears throat> and it would have a cool <laughs> and, and it would have a cool down, but it would give you a chance at knocking somebody off of their coordinate. Oh, so I you like. basically, you basically aim your cannon and shoot it. And maybe it's not a hundred percent effective. Maybe it's like 50, 50 and with a cooldown. But I like it, it. Would, and then you could put satellites on your farm to detect when somebody shot a missile at you, so you get like an extra hours warning or something. Well, the other thing that I was thinking is you just in the vein that you're saying is like defense. And so I was thinking I have this thing called a hayloft in my uh, portfolio where maybe a hayloft gives you defense against corn silos, but also that's only so effective too. But then it comes down to like, is that going to be an annoyance to people? Maybe that will actually turn players off. And then it gets into maybe like there should be a PVP versus a PVE flag. Like maybe if you want to be part of like the fuck up mess, you know, maybe it's PVP. You can fly yourself. What do you guys think about like that kind of stuff? Well, do we know, do we know who the top farms in the game are? Do we know Slaughterhouse? Do we know who these guys are? I'm in touch with the top players. Sure. So they're not completely ignoring the game. Um, there are players, basically some of the top, top farms. It's mostly one guy who is managing like farms for other people, which is a, a very strange phenomenon that I don't know how to address, <laughs> but is a thing. There, there has to be something we can do to beat them down. <laughs> well, here's another thing is, is um because it might be really like a bummer for certain people to lose um their farm their farm's map point right um but imagine short of just like knocking somebody fully off the map maybe what you can do is like attack them and the radius of their farm becomes like less and less and less like a health less and less and less and less and less until they become just like a point and you can like basically take their point, but like not fully, if that makes sense. I see. I would love to put Beth best Korea farm in South Korea. <laughs> Other features that I think would be interesting would be the ability to trade your coordinate. So I could I could set up a system such that you could say, I'm willing to give up my coordinate for this much Bitcoin. And you could put that up maybe on, maybe there's a table that shows you like what's up for sale. And then if you're willing to um, buy that coordinate, you could basically say like, yes, I'm willing to buy that. And then my, my software would be made aware of it. And then if you made that transaction, it would execute. Um, that's another thing. What do you guys think about the ability to buy and sell like coordinates? Love it. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. 
another thing and it's all very map focused these ideas but yeah. um another thing that i was thinking about would be um the idea of i i i want to i want the token to be called crop circles but you guys know how right now for for each spot on the map you need to have one farm right mm -hmm. what if if you had a crop circles card it allowed you to place multiple circles um as long as the overall area was the same as one circle so oh say God. say your circle is worth i don't know 100 square meters as long as the multiple circles you placed add up to that you could start build you could kind of start empire building and claiming multiple locations without doing multiple bitcoin transactions to create multiple farms that's excellent cool there was a benefit for that yeah does that make sense oh yeah because corn islands i don't need as much real estate as i have for the corn islands most of my real estate is ocean right so you you could like you could like have imagine like a cursor where you like you're in edit mode and you pick a point and then you kind of like size and resize your circle and it kind of like lets you know what the max is and you kind of just like go okay plop yeah i like it yeah and then the other thing i like about this idea of like the crop circles is like maybe the people that place them would be less upset about losing like your like you'd have like your main point which is like like my Rome is maybe my Rome is Hawaii or like for me I'm in New York City my Rome would be New York City and I would place my crop circles elsewhere but like maybe only the crop circle part is like open for like destruction <laughs> and I wouldn't be so upset about losing that because it's sort of like my expansionary part of my game and not my like home base. Um, mm -hmm. Does that make sense? <clears throat> and then um, I'm trying to think about other map ideas I've had. Uh, other map ideas would be around. So the software I use for the map, um, everyone right now has the same like icon. It's like a red pin, and then you have like a white Ooh. circle with a black border. Um, either your co-op could define like unique colors for your circles and pins or maybe cards maybe card owners could say like you know like having a corn wallace grants you like the ability to use like this color palette um and maybe like more cards give you more color palettes i mean these are many That's different neat. ideas um but they're some yeah. of them are neat some of them are functional some of them are aesthetic Yeah, these, these are great, Dan. These, these are money. Uh, I like that last idea a lot, where you can kind of customize your the color, like your territory. Uh, that's good. Yeah, but think of the but the the what I'm saying is like you can't just necessarily customize it. Maybe maybe you have to like own a certain card to get the access to that. Or do you think it's fine to just give people like a full palette? Because I think it'd be neat for no cards. cards. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be cool for like card owners to upload their card and be like, you know, like in, I give them two options. It's like, what's the color and what's the border? And it has to be unique. Um, 
And then it, and then, and then, as the player, you have access to the full palette of all the cards you own. Um, okay, so you guys are so basically based off of you guys' responses so far, you don't hate any of these ideas. Basically, <laughs> well, the one thing I would add to the colors is on XCP Fox, for example, if you you pick an asset and you can see, oh, uh, if you have this asset, um, this. Uh, if you own crops, here are all the other assets that people who own crops own. So if you have a Cornwallis and you decide to do your farm's colors in red and, well, red, because it's the British. Red and blue? What, wait, what are the British? Red, they, they red call and it white? The, uh, they call it the something jack. Oh, um, the, the Union Jack colors, yes. red, white, and blue. Wait, yes. they stole our colors, didn't they? If you have this card and you've decided to choose Cornwallis's colors, maybe you could like show all the people that have chosen those colors for whatever reason. Um, I see what you're saying. Sure. Yeah, I see what you're saying. More map color stuff related. Uh, I think Counterparty Fox was not to the degree that I like it right now. Um, Counterparty Dex is probably the... so. Just recall, I'm trying to firm up the fucking shared base. But the first thing I want to mess with is Bitcoin. But then after that, I want to adjust counterparty decks. Because somebody mentioned a really good idea about um, Pepe, Rare Pepe Wallet has this thing called like the big board. And somebody was saying, I don't know, maybe one of you guys was saying like the, the big board would, would be cool to have on counterparty decks. Like a very similar thing where you could see kind of like all the open orders for the Bitcoin game or for the Mafia Wars game or for the Rare Pepe game, like whatever it is. Um, I haven't really given tools like that. Um, but I, I feel you. Um, trying to think of some other stuff that I'm, I have that would be neat. Um, some other neat things would be like maybe certain cards give you a multiplier in regards to the size of your farm. So right Ooh, now, like that. right now it's like uh, directly proportional to your crops. And I've actually, this sounds like really nerdy and stupid, but um, there's a certain amount of crops by which if you have less than that, you actually don't produce Bitcoin. Um, that amount of crop, which is like zero, 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 three or something like that because crops is divisible and bitcoin is not but there's like an amount of crops if you have less than that you will not produce bitcoin um so i consider that like an acre of land and so if i actually the way that the formulas work is like how big your farm is is like um how many acres you have based off that number and I've put a 10x multiplier because it makes them a little bit bigger. I remember when I was I first tried it, I showed it to um, Dante. You guys know who Dante is? I showed it to him, and he was like, nah, these are too tiny. You need to make them bigger. So I just times it by 10. But there could be certain cards or there could be certain achievements that grant you a larger area of farm, and that would be desirable especially if you're using like this crop circle feature where you're planting like more and more different like like spots 
And the yeah, other I love that. that you can do if you had like crop circles is you could like assuming this crop circles feature existed, you could like you could like graffiti the map and like spell out things with like uh, pixels. Yes. And that gets so you're into Satoshi's the sort placing of like, the map. Yes, the Toshi yeah. place. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you buy all these cards so you can color code your tagging, your pixels. Yes. whatever yes so part of me thinks like the map is like very rich in terms of possibilities um and it gets into like risk but my concern is to balance it in terms of like player satisfaction is that i don't my my main concern with the making the map like a free-for-all is like if a player just like they, they they get their hometown and they love it, and they didn't expect to lose it. Um, that's my concern. But if that's mitigatable, then the math can become like pretty much a free-for-all. If you look at the rules, it says nothing about being able to keep your farm location for the rest no, of the I, day. No, I agree. No, I agree I with think, that. I think it encourages people to come in, check, check on their farm, make sure they're not getting attacked, uh, defend it. Defend your land. Interesting. It's interesting what you're saying is that it's a reason to come back. It's like it's a, a reason to, to monitor. Interesting. Good that point. adds extra sort of uh, squad co-op participation in that a gang, or I shouldn't call it a gang, but a co-op or a coop, as the East Siders call it, free dude. Coops. Come on. That's what chickens <laughs> use. Coops uh, would be defended by the yeah, coops would be defended by the coops, or uh, areas of the maps could be defended because it's territory at that point. Oh, interesting. Like maybe this would be not super difficult, but it, it would take some effort for me. But maybe if you have like a certain density of your co op members within a certain area, it sort of like becomes owned, like that area becomes owned. Yeah, that would be densified. I'd have to I have to like mathify that. Uh, I I mean I I barely got through math. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just kidding. I I, I breathed through math. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think I think I see what you're saying. Where it's like because imagine like uh, for example, Micah is very San Francisco based. Um, they might be able to like have in effect because there's so many of them in the san francisco area that kind of like gives them a power um and or an effect an area effect uh, in that area because there's so many of them in that spot such that it, it might act a little bit like a shield to these like maybe these attack effects hmm it's just so, so many of these things are like I mean, we're going, we're going, we're going like into the full idea mode. We're not. Uh, I'm going to try to not think too much about the implementation, but like even these things are not. These aren't crazy ideas. These are implementable ideas. All um, right. So another crazy idea, uh, just off the cuff, is if the co-ops are collaborating together and they want to protect a particular area of land, why wouldn't they be able to pool? A certain amount of Bitcoin resources together to purchase specific things that maybe last for a duration that can protect 
an area of the map for so long. So they're well, burning is- they're burning bitcoins for like satellites to protect their area of the map. It doesn't have to be satellites. You could come up with something better than that. But well, you bring up a good point, and it's a thing that doesn't exist currently, and I haven't really thought of. But I think I feel like when when um, Forever Moist came out, people wanted to know if it was a group effect or if it, it was an individual effect. And Forever Moist is an individual farm effect. And I think what you're saying is like, are there things that could be group effect? Um, yeah. And what would be a good group effect though? So you're saying a good group effect would be like, we we all to... got together and we bought this corn silo because we all mm-hmm. wanted to shoot our missile at uh, New York, let's say. And so mm-hmm. collectively, we've all we've all pitched in a hundred bitcoins to buy this mm-hmm. corn silo. Sure. And as a co-op, we're launching it at New York. <laughs> I think uh, the Bitcoin silo example is more individual effect. And then like you guys have to just like convince the guy that bought it to have it. But I could see like defensive things having like a group effect maybe or like an area effect. Or maybe we, we, all, co- we all buy a, a specific card that has a branded name that all increases our farm's area. So we all get a 10% boost on our farms, you know, yeah. stake on the map. So, so I think at, after talking about some of these ideas, you guys, you kind of get that there, there's like levels and different, there's permissions and there's different effects that could be possible. Um, what, which ones do you think like would be most cool? Like if we could do the panel again, free dude which of these ideas seemed neat and if there's anything that sounds like just dumb like and shouldn't be a thing like say that too and if there's anything otherwise like go ahead yeah no i i think uh I, you know it's like skins right we're kind of like adding these cosmetic features that uh drive coop co-op incentives um <laughs> uh but yeah no i i think like where my where my mind kind of circles the most is definitely in trying to think of um, ways to pamp uh, Bitcoin and like ways to drive like an inset. Oh damn it. Uh, ways to, uh, to make people like want to like use and, and demand Bitcoin. Hmm. Got it. And uh, Don Corleone, you still here? Were you still with us? I thought yeah, I might have fall, fallen asleep. No, I'm here. I thought the, the, uh, best ideas or, or map related something that kicks you off your location that seems and, you, cool. and, and so just but but don corleone think about it imagine you you think happily that you own the bay and then you wake up I, one day I do and you don't well imagine you wake <laughs> up one day and you don't what do you what well, what do you do next it would not make right. me rage rage quit or something. It's 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 gonna make me uh, have a new rival. Maybe it's a, a rival co-op that planned this attack, and it's gonna get me more engaged in the game. Checking in every day, figuring out how to get these guys back. Okay, now truck truck. What do you think? If I lost Corn Islands, I would do everything in my power to get it back that day. Okay, so it's I mean, I already check the map every day, so I'm a weirdo. 
Hmm. Trying to think. Maybe. Um. What you were saying, free dude. How about let's just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna float this, and let's think about this. It could be a bad idea, but um, maybe you can burn X amount of Bitcoin per month, and that gives you some sort of um, rather than a card. Maybe there's a like Bitcoin fee essentially. However, what if like Aztec doesn't fucking care <laughs> and never does yeah. that? Um, because I, I agree that it's like the interesting things about like these sort of like economic things, like these ecosystem things, is, like sinks or um, de like demand for, and I think features create demand for um these things um yeah. how about this how about this idea this is interesting this is feasible is if maybe there's a way that i i could change my code such that the if the the game moves into these like feature focused functional focused functional first cards maybe if because a lot though a lot of the ways that we 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 people accumulate cards just the decks mm -hmm. maybe you get like a buff if you buy with bitcoins and like you don't get that buff if you buy with like other tokens i i don't know how you would implement that but i'm on board for sure well i would just i would i mean so the way that the counterparty works is you can you can very very much see like where everyone's balances come from i can just go through the history and it's like, all right, if you if you didn't get if you got this like any other way, like whatever, but if you did, plus plus one or whatever. I love it. What do you Bitcoin think free should be the token that everybody uses to buy Bitcoin cards, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, free free dude, does that does that make sense? Like um the reason you would use Bitcoin to do anything. Like to do basically to do all your things if you wanted would be because you're you're gonna get that buff and if you don't get that buff like you're gonna be behind. Yeah, de definitely. Um, yep, I'm with you on there completely. You know, and then hey, we gotta address the elephant in the room. Uh, trying to sell like trying to trying to like buy and sell these cards on the decks is a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> we, like, like we gotta find a way like. Everybody messes up. Everybody gets confused. And uh, is there, you know, Dan? Is, do you see a way that we can fix that? So um, I, I put up this XCP key, but the the problems with the XCP key is because I get emails all the time. It goes down all the time, and it's mm -hmm. because I'm like pummeling it with my different websites to index data, and it really affects its ability to load fast. Um, Part of my refactoring of the backend I'm talking about is rather than there be five websites all requesting all the data from the node, I'm going to have only one database that everyone shares. Uh, so that's going to reduce the load, make, make my counter wallet faster. But I have been thinking a lot about just a very simple website that was like the basic premise would be not a full-on wallet so much as just like an order form, like a checkout where it'd be like, all right, what's your market? Okay, this is the market. 
what's your buyer sell? Okay, here's your buyer sell. And then maybe you can see a summary that shows you like, okay, here's what you want to do, review it and confirm. And then you click sort of like order. And then either it's a full on wallet and you've logged in and like you can just click order and it will sign it for you. Or it'll provide you with a raw transaction, which you have to sign. Um, but you got to understand that the, 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 the thing about wallets is security concerns. So yeah. Mafia Wars has enabled a wallet. However, um, man, that's a big security hole. Yeah, it, it's, it's tough, but uh, I think that 99%. But explain, ex- explain where you find friction, and yeah, then totally. I, can, I can reverse it from there. So, hey, I want to sell um, 25 farm cats, um, and I want to sell all of them for uh, 1,000 Bitcoin each. It's it. super confusing to try to make that order work in the decks. Like it's not, it's not straightforward. Uh, and I understand I, and whatever, but I think another idea, I think that would absolutely take the game to the next level would be the big, uh, a dedicated Bitcoin wallet. Cause that was the magic of rare Pepe. You know, yeah, that, I agree. That, that wallet was, was dank AF. So, mm-hmm. and then you could also buy and, and you could also buy and sell your, your Pepe's within that wallet. I mean, I mean, it really is just, Fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. Hey, boys, to, to somebody like me who has no idea what's going on with code either, to open up the website and have the wallet already created for you is a godsend. And it's so frictionless and it's so much easier. I understand what you guys are saying. It's just um, I'm I'm a little bit of a pussy with private keys because I know... <laughs> that I, so private keys for, for software developers are like radioactive waste. You really don't want to handle them. Um, however, it's like, for example, um, ca- CounterWallet itself, I've put up XCP key. And that was like my first foray into um, providing such a service. Um, and so the thing you need to understand about XCP key is like, even if, even if I'm like fully... I mean, fully honest, fully in, like full integrity. If somebody hacks XCP key, they can potentially, if there's a period of time between like my finding out and it's being up, is they could update the login such that rather than it being client side, when you enter your passphrase, it could like be sent to a server and they could be sweeping all of your, your valuables at that address. Um, and that's true of all counter wallets. It's true of all web wallets. It's true of rare pay. It's true of all those things. So that makes me nervous, but it's manageable too. Like if you have a wallet that you're playing Bitcoin with, like don't put savings in it. Put game tokens in it only, <laughs> first and foremost. Um, but these are concerns I have for sure about that do you guys understand these concerns like um because there's like liability associated with the, with that you feel dan, me do you have, dan do you have that same uh risk when Pardon? You get on, do you have the same risk when you go on to book of orbs as you book do because yeah. uh, why not get listed on book of orbs that's how i always bought pepe's i never used rare pepe wallet because even that was so book of book of 
Yeah, Book of Book of Orbs wants to list bitcoins. They asked for, um, they wanted to, they want me to integrate their cards into bitcoins. And I mentioned that on a podcast, and somebody commented and said, "Don't sell out," which I don't agree with. Um, I'm gonna integrate certain um, certain spells of Genesis cards into the game, and they'll be like buffs. So. Exam- here are the three things that I told Book of Orbs I would could do to kind of quid pro quo get added. All right, um, they're pretty basic, but if they have a certain card, they can put their. Fo- I'm gonna maybe like put a border around a certain part of the map and say, if you don't have this Spells of Genesis card, you can't put your farm here. That's pretty simple uh, to to achieve and not that crazy. Another example would be um, if you have the certain Spells of Genesis card, maybe you get a very special icon on the map. And another example would be if you have a certain Spells of Genesis card, maybe you get a little bit wider a farm on the map. So those are the three things I promised them, and those are the things I have to implement, and that will get us onto Book of Orbs. I think if you give me uh, a sized pixel image that I need to do to make a custom image of my farm location on the map, I would buy a card for that. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I, I don't know what that means. Like you, you tell me how how many pixels wide to make the image. And if I buy a card, you're going to upload my image so that when I show up on the map on the homepage of Bitcorns.com, I've got that custom image on my farm. I would buy that card. Okay, so you would like a card that gives you the option to customize the image. I was thinking more like the card designer would define the icon, but you you would prefer it to be more like an option is that right? You could go either way. You could have a custom farm image that a designer could create for you, and you would buy their card to have their image because you liked it. <laughs> but if you were privy to load up Photoshop or whatever you use to create graphics, mm-hmm. and there was a card that in the code said, you can upload your own image onto your farm. Yeah, that's cool. What do you Instead guys? Instead of just what, the red little pinpoint. No, yeah, no, I understand, but but like, what do you guys think? The uh, the other panelists. I'm with Truck. The, the the map is a huge thing for me. If I can identify my farm or my clan, uh, just by looking at it and not having to zoom in, I think that'd be huge. Because I think yeah, if if there's if that. there's I think if there's one card that gives you the ability to customize it, that's only one card. But if 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 different card artists can define different card icons and you kind of have to like shop for your icon. I think that's maybe better for the card economy, but I'm not, I, but I'm not, I'm not convinced either way. Well, what, what well, if I, I do it, like that? I'm sorry. Good. Good. I would just say that I do like that. If you wanted to limit it at first to people who were uh, creating custom art for a farm, that would be okay with me too. But you know, 
the first thing I'm, I, I guess all I would say is the first thing I'm going to do is create my own art for people to have on the map anyway. So, you know, I would want to be able to do that. That's just something I think is really cool. Can I ask you guys a new question? What do you guys think about an app? Yeah. If there were, so the same way that you interact with Book of Orbs or, or Indie Square or Free Takara. I love yeah, Takara. If it wasn't hackable, I, I love Takara. I was really upset when Takara started getting hacked because uh, it's not, it doesn't make sense for me to just be like putting free corn out. Yeah, that was yeah, a bummer. That's a real bummer. That, I mean, I wish you would have put some in Detroit. I would have gone and picked it up. I did put some in Detroit. I put them everywhere. Did they you just, really? They got, they oh, got I stolen. Find that guy. <laughs> yeah, I put them everywhere. Who's in Detroit? But, um, no, that's the thing. They weren't. They weren't anywhere. They were just. They were just spoofing their location and grabbing them. That sucks. Yeah. Well, whatever. But um, what do you guys think? Like uh, an app would be like, because maybe the app, an app would be preferable security-wise to a web wallet. Uh, Could you tell me what I need to learn in order to help you code an app just as a <laughs> bystander? Like, what program? I mean, there's got to be a YouTube video somewhere I can watch that's like, here's how to start doing this. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it, it, it would be wonderful if, uh, if, if, if development of those things would be uh, YouTubeable. <laughs> Uh, you, you gotta understand the, the difficulty is always around private keys. Almost 100%. The difficulty is around private keys because nobody reputationally wants to lose people value. Um, oh yeah. And so uh, a lot of the things that I would focus on would be in different veins. However, I think usability wise, it'd be super cool. And you gotta understand too, like iTunes and they're super weird about crypto. So what I've heard from other people that I won't name that, but who have a lot of experience with this is like sometimes the way they get their apps into the stores is by obfuscating and lying to iTunes about what their app does. You're not lying. You're using words that are not the other words that they didn't want you to use. It's just words. It's just words. It's just words. All right. And if an uh, app is more secure than uh, downloading or not downloading, just go to the, going to a website and having a wallet open for you automatically. If an app is more of an, an opt-in service that you can, at that point, relieve yourself of some responsibility that you might otherwise have to take on, I would download an app. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to, I'm, I want to go smell soon and then kind of wrap it up because we're, we're getting to, a point where most people will kind of tune out. Um, let's see. Um, no, I mean, my, my list here is mostly covered. Does anyone want to raise anything? Because, like, I, I mean, obviously I'm down to talk about anything. So, like, let's let's hear it. And uh, let's, like, free dude, you, what's what's on your mind? Don Corleone, yeah, what's on your it. mind? Chuck, what's on your mind? Like, let, let's have it. I got I got one last idea. So, Dan, I think you should sell services uh, to us Bitcoin farmers. And when we pay you, it goes into a community fund. So I think, for example, like like uh, co-ops should be able to uh, – you should sell advertising to different co-ops. And we should be able to advertise on Bitcoins.com like to join our, our, our co-op. 
Interesting. Interesting. Uh, yeah. um, no, that, yeah, that's it. super interesting. And this makes me think about how do you feel about the fact that like your farm might not be like well seen? Like people have been mentioning like featured farms. Like that kind of gets to what you're saying too around co-ops. But like, let's say. Because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Bitcoins.com does not have a homepage. It kind of redirects to an inner page. But the Bitcoins homepage could maybe feature certain farms or certain co-ops or part of the registration path could feature co-ops after the login, like you're saying. I think it's really interesting. If you could have the farms on fleek page right when you go on there, Mm -hmm. boom. And then so when you say a community... um, fund how would okay, you like yeah. to see that community fund you yeah so, so you sell services right so we can do mm-hmm. advertising uh you know maybe you know maybe certain cards allow you to do some of the cosmetic stuff on the map or you know adjust that a little bit but then maybe you can also pay right like hey i can just like maybe if the card is too expensive or whatever i can't get it maybe i can just you know pay a, a certain amount of bitcoin and then i can you know customize you know, some parameter of my, my farm. But anyways, all these services that we can come up with that you're going to sell, they go into this fund. And then I would say what you do with that community money is then you do a raffle. And the and so you can buy raffle tickets between each harvest. And then on harvest, we do some, you know, we announce the, 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 the raffle winner. And if there's no winner, then it carries over to the next harvest. And if there is a winner, hey, you get more Bitcoin and then you repeat. Random num- random number generation is like uh, notoriously difficult in computer science. How what form of random number generation would be uh, amenable to you for a raffle? Yeah, we well, could yeah. make it like whatever the something about the block when uh, like one parameter of, of a block when uh, when the harvest kicks in. Oh, okay. So like, let's say uh, I click send and the harvest happens. We check to see if the like last few digits of that block's like hash or nonce or some that something in that block checks to true. Is that what you're saying? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah like we just use that parameter. To, I mean, that's that's a pretty good RNG. Like, you know, we could make that somehow dictate the winner. We could figure out what how we yeah. do that. But well, yeah, look at that. People, people like Luke Dash Jr. would say that's not a good number because like. <laughs> my, 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 you can you can fifty one percent attack it right. Like, uh, <laughs> we could all lose our money too. Okay, hey, but guys, um, I want to go through some fun voicemails with you guys if you don't mind. Uh, but I really appreciate the panel. I think the people listening will appreciate the panel because you kind of voice some of the things that other people are thinking. Um, I have highlighted more things than I think I have wanted to say um but like i said like i don't think i think people have to listen for like an hour to get to them so um if you're listening this far you're you're deep and if you're you don't have a farm at this point like you need to you you need to join the chat you cheated you you went an hour into the podcast and fucking skipped all the bullshit didn't you No, but like, uh, like, let me know. Like, honestly, like, these are the ideas that I have in my head. It's just that with my knowledge of software development, you can understand like a lot. I don't want 
to create, I either want to create like standard ways for people to create cards that like I can just code and that's standard. But if everything's boutique, it becomes kind of tricky. Um, but then it's like less fun. And then, you know, it gets kind of crazy. Like, um, so out of all the things you guys, we, we mused over tonight. Free dude, we'll start with, no, you know what? Free dude, you, you keep getting the first get. I'm going to go to Don Corleone as the first one. Don Corleone, tonight, what was like the thing that you heard that like really got you, you were like, oh, that's neat. Like, or, or what's the thing that you would like totally veto? Well, the thing I, that was new to me was, was free dude uh, trying to explain a, a FOMO 3D or an auction type setup mm-hmm. where everyone's paying into a fund and, and uh, just encourages more ac- activity and hype, mm-hmm. more FOMO. Sure. It sounded good. Uh, yeah, I have one, one bad idea, but now I can't think of it. All right, well, if you think of it, let us know. Truck, what do you what do you think? Either, like I said, I'm I'm looking for the the extremes. So, like, what are you like on about, or what are you off about? Well, I know we only talked about it briefly, but I really am to the extreme of wanting to do either a raffle or an opt-in Bitcoin battle that we could maybe equalize for all of the players in some way, and really just gamble. Mm-hmm. Um, dot com. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna assume that these these words you guys are using are French, and uh, but I get the gist. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm using the bad words. I don't remember the words. They're just words, though. Remember? And free dude, how about you? Yeah, I think uh, I think you opening up the cosmetics of the map is is a really great idea. Um. You know, maybe the raffle is hard to implement, but I think at a minimum, you sh- I, I think selling advertising space for uh, for co-ops on Bitcoins.com is w- would be hilarious. Yeah, uh, no, that makes sense. And were you guys were you guys shocked when Wheeler sold his billboard space for how much he did? I oh, love it. That's so it, fantastic. I wish I could have afforded it. The proof is in the pudding. I mean, he he, he built the model. It's right there. And the ad, the ad that uh, whoever put up for—did you guys buy that? Coin. <laughs> Are you Lupe people? Did you buy that, that Senor Lupe? That was, that was the first time I heard about it, Lupe. I did, and I I've never heard about it before either. Well, this is such inside baseball. Now, let me, let me, let me, let me talk about two more things because I know I actually, I acted like that was a bow, but two more things. And what, how do you feel about if the moon became part of the game? That's so cool. Google Maps has a feature specifically where like the moon is part of it. Um, and my question would be about like, do you think Earth coordinates should be expressed on the moon? Or do you think you should have a certain thing to get on the moon? Do you think you need to start a new farm to get on the moon? Or should the farm be on the Earth and also have a moon representation? Um, Questions like that. What do you think about that? 
wow, this is like earth shattering. Literally, like that is prime real estate <laughs> to have a farm. <laughs> I think it should definitely be VIP. You should definitely have to qualify with some level of corn to have the honor of putting your farm on the moon. And I know exactly. Absolutely. And I know exactly who the number one customer is going to be. I, I, I have a hunch on who, which farmer will pay any price to secure that real estate. I, I think that's brilliant. <laughs> Maybe you can buy like a spot on the rocket and it only launches like every harvest. And like Ooh. we we can like wave the rocket man off. <laughs> you have to buy a ticket, a ticket card to get on the rocket. So you guys like that? That's like that's that's well in the realm of like cool. Absolutely, that's sweet. <laughs> no brainer. Yes. Way better than the the weather, <laughs> the weather on the Earth. Way better. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the bad idea. I forgot about. The weather, sorry. No, good. Well, I mean, it's fine. Like, I mean, what the weather idea was bad, but like, you know, I led with it because it was an example of like kind of a shitty, stupid idea. But like, I think what we've established is like there are a lot of cool possibilities, and that's what kind of, that is what's kind of exciting about it. And I don't want to be just vaporware, and I am moving towards like featuring these different changes. But if they all come at once, it's going to be a real bummer. We we get that too. Um, and then so the moon thing is cool. What do you think? Because uh, there was this like French word that free dude kept using that I don't really comprehend. But um, what do you think about this possibility of bitcoins becoming like a available on more than one chain? Um, the counterparty people would have sort of a they would be like first class citizens and that like they would be able to sort of claim um whatever like the equivalent is on other chains but what do you think about this kind of idea is this a super bad idea or is this like not bad well there's a reason i'm here and that's because this french word you have. Be here. yeah the french word yeah yeah um, I, I, I would love to go to the French word, the EOS. I mean, if we're going to just do more chains, I, I'm at the point where me and myself, I don't know, EOS, whatever. But if I'm going there for a reason, because there's corns there and, and they're on the moon, maybe the EOS coins are the ones that are on the moon, the EOS corns. Yeah, because imagine, imagine, because um, there was like 100 crops, right? Imagine there is, 200 crops in EOS land and the hun the first hundred are counterparty people or something like that. Or, um, or we could just say that there's a hundred EOS crops and it, it fully maps the counterparty. And it's just like about being a chain agnostic and, uh, all the farms just get like a new drop down where it just kind of like, you can just be like, okay, click this, and it will go to the, the next chain or something like that. So, obviously, if I get a vote, it's not chain agnostic. I mean, let's do 200 EOS moon corn crops. Yeah, I, I think there's one thing. So, you know, 
switching chains would would potentially add you know better or different functionality but no yeah but but to be clear i'm not talking about switching chains i'm talking about like co-present oh oh oh, parallel parallel okay uh yeah yeah okay um well i don't know like i think one thing to consider is that uh like all the cloned eth projects that you know went from like you know pepe and whatever like the counterparty people the bitcoin people are just way more dank like there's no fucking dank shit on eth and so i'm just curious like you know maybe oh, the, the, the the chain attracts a certain type of you know talent and i just don't see it on on the uh on the other ones wow no I free think, dude I think, maybe I think, we I, we could I, evangelize I, free dude we're the evangelists free dude we could go forth I know the we, word of the the Bitcoin blockchain. <laughs> wow, but you know, know what I'm looking for? I think Bitcoin Mash will be cool. Um, I think it'd be nice to get onto big uh, to book of orbs. Um, the the changes I mentioned that I need to change to, for to get onto book of orbs. Do those sound unusual to you? Like someone told me, don't sell out, and I was like, this isn't selling out. This is just like getting on book of orbs. <laughs> I would support Book of Orbs um, spells of generous card, gen, Genesis cards for sure to get on uh, Book of Orbs. Yeah. All right, you guys want to hear the voicemails? Let's do it. Yes. All right. You got to understand, a lot of them are directed to me, but but like, let's go through them anyways. Be honest. Who's your favorite uh, co-op on the Bitcoin game? <laughs> So this is an anonymous Bitcoiner that wants to know what my favorite co-op is on the Bitcoin game. It's difficult because I have present here CTC and Micah. uh, And as we know, those those two co-ops, although we have excellent members here who have managed to like put down their colors and their flags and like cooperate. um, My favorite Bitcoin co-op has to be Hoddle Gang. Hoddle Gang. Yeah. That's a cop out. That's Who a is that? Out if I've seen what? <laughs> so PC. That's very PC. However, you got to understand, I, if I'm going to be real, I do, I, I'm in the Quarantine Clan Telegram chat and I'm not in the Micah chat. So if. If I could be in the Micah chat, that may or may not exist. I might feel differently, but I definitely lean towards Quarantine Clan. I know that. Why would they let you in? It's a secret. It's a secret chat, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but, uh, but but I'm like I'm like the game master, dude. All right. So we already know you guys' affiliation, so we won't ask you that. But this next question, I think we can all chime in on. So check this out. This is an, again from an anonymous Bitcoiner. What's your favorite card that's ever been submitted to the Bitcoin game? Mine is Bitcoin Rose. What are your favorite <laughs> cards in the Bitcoin game? Lambo Garage is no, number one. I don't know if it will ever be beat. Okay, uh, we got Lambo Garage from Truck, which makes sense. It's very on brand. Oh, that was Don. Oh, I'm that was the corn father. Fucking a, dude! And you guys are all sound like the same person. <laughs> no, no, it's, it always takes you an episode or two to get the voices in a podcast. 
Uh, okay, so I'm gonna Don, say Don is Don is bullish on Lambeau. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say Billy Mays. I I like I had a tear form in my eye when I saw that card. It's so moist. Uh, so yeah, Billy Mays. For you, okay. Davey, thank you. Very fair. And Chuck, what would you say? I have a lot of favorite cards. <laughs> I like them all so much. I know. My favorite card right now is the one that I don't have, and that's the Yacht Dock. I'm still pining for it. Yeah. I've become very stingy with Lambo Garages, Yacht Docks, and Helipads. Um, And I don't think that's going to change. As it should not. What's Bitcoin's policy on fighters? And this is a this is a tough question, but I believe it's the question here is what's Bitcoin's policy on spiders? I'm gonna say fuck spiders, allow it. <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't. I, I'm not down with spiders. I say allow it, but I mean it in the in very the London English way. Where the I don't know if you guys have heard of like London slang, but in London, if you say allow it, you actually mean like nah, fuck that shit. So like if somebody's <laughs> like. Hey, dude, we're going to get like a pizza and we're thinking about getting two pizza pies, one's cheese and one's like, um, you know, Hawaiian pineapple with anchovies. You'll be like, allow it, which really just means like, no. Um, so I'm going to allow spiders because like I'm a, I'm deathly afraid of spiders and that's my feelings on that. So the Bitcoin's policy on spiders is allow it. Now, what else we got here? Well, hold on, hold on. Allow it means don't allow it, which is crazy. You have to respect spiders. Don't just pass up spiders. I have to respect when spiders? I, yes. Oh, I'm they kill, they kill all the bad bugs. They kill, they kill all the bad the, bugs, the spiders. They kill all the bad bugs. The spiders on your farm? Oh, my gosh. On your farm? I bet the spiders kill all the things that want to kill your crops. Yeah, that's fine because like they've done their job and then I reward them with death. Okay. <laughs> There's like eight eight spider cards incoming now. You know you eat like two spiders in your lifetime, or maybe like a year. Every year you eat two spiders just because your mouth hang, hangs open when you sleep and they crawl in there. I'm about to kick you out of this chat. <laughs> Do you think Bitcoins will ever start a clothing line? Do I think Bitcoins will ever start a clothing line? You know, what's funny is I've been able to acquire four to five Bitcoin t-shirts and they have nothing to do with the game. They just It's a meme that's been out there. Don Corleone mentioned that Bitcoin is a strong meme. I picked it because it's a meme that has, it is strong, it exists, and it's dank already. It's out of the box dank. So... Um, I don't think there will be a Bitcoin clothing line. However, if it makes sense or if 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 it's feasible, I have considered. But but it's it's probably not as cool or as dank or as unique as some of the features we've been talking about tonight. I have definitely considered opening a store where I will accept Bitcoins for like T-shirts and and merch and stuff. Ooh. However, I'm not so that sure is... it's like the the optimal choice. Well, but maybe the panelists think differently. 
if it was a tokenized shirt, I'd buy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the panelists would definitely, definitely give us some Bitcoin for some rare merch. I'm seeing an, a bleach white T-shirt with the Supreme logo on it, but instead of Supreme, it says corned cream or creamed corn, creamed corn. Yeah, creamed corn or corn cream. Ah, I don't know. Corn cream is probably better. <laughs> corned cream instead of Supreme, corned cream. And uh, so, so the anonymous caller has left like a lot of messages. So here's another one. What's your favorite thing about the farm cat? Ooh, farm. The thing that I like with the farm cat is that it's the first ever user generated card in Bitcoins. And when farm cat was submitted and created, no, you know what? It's not. Is it? Is it the first card? Fuck. I hope it. <laughs> I thought farm farm, farm, farm farm hand was number one. Yeah. No, no. No. Yeah. I. I it's an honor. Farmhand. Oh my god, that's that's embarrassing. Farmhand is. <laughs> You're gonna edit that out. <laughs> okay. I would no. I am. Um, the thing that I like about Farmcat is that the person that made that card, they had within their hearts the right vision for Bitcoin, and it's just. The thing that I like about it too is like the farm cat, it judges you. It it doesn't just like it doesn't just simply sit there and do nothing. It judges you as a human and it demands more corn. That's what I would say about farm cat. Is the farm cat toiling the soil? No, sir, no he's not. the human is. He demands more corn. Demands it. Um, so those are those are all of her, not her, the Anon. Those are all the Anon's <laughs> calls <laughs> about Bitcoin. Um, hey guys, I just I know this has been a a big chunk of your time. I really appreciate it. This has been a real a real treat for me and real valuable to me because I mean, you guys, you guys have been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. This gave us a chance to um, soundboard ideas. I don't think this should be the last time we do this kind of thing. Um, but what I walk away with is you guys are down or interested with new ways to use Bitcoin. That's, that's like almost paramount is more reasons to use the Bitcoin. And that could be in merch. That could be in cards. That could be in promotion, like uh, special features in terms of promotion or highlighting or featuring farms. That could be in, um, well, I guess generally in cards because um, if new card features or abilities were introduced, Bitcoin would be used to produce those cards. Um, you guys are interested or down with like if the way you acquire your card is through Bitcoin, having it be buffed, that's cool too. Um, pro different aesthetic things or even like game, uh, uh, pro aesthetic things on the map and also pro like uh, attack, I guess you would say. Um, 
Because right now, the the way we kind of fight is through who will win. But in the near term or in the short term, it might be very satisfying to take Aztec's farm and, or Slaughterhouse and just kick them off the map, right? So I think these are the takeaways. And if there's more takeaways I've missed, please say. But these are what I'm taking away and thinking about. Yeah, guys, and if you could just leave a comment in the bottom section and subscribe and all that kind of stuff, we'd really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah that was fun, Dan. Thanks. Good. It was a Thanks, lot of fun, Dan. Dan. All right. Bye-bye. I know you said give me a hug and I said give me a break I wasn't trying my best, all the mistakes that I made I'm learning that it ain't the right move Learn from my mistakes, ain't that what the adults do? We got history, got me feeling the nostalgia when you look at me Thinking about what could've happened or what could've been Finally your face, I know ain't that a sight to see Take my time to take your clothes off one more time, maybe Got nobody round to make your day better, son. Brighter, don't got too much time, so girl, it's fun. Now I'm talk later. Put your pride aside and let me in. You know I got better sins. You so good at self control, but maybe now it's time for change. I've been alone for so long. Got the one didn't realize good was exist in the world till I lost one. I for a night makes the whole world go blind. Things I will get to feel your lips for the last time. Go and hang with your friends. I put this to end, I wait on your parade and I just wish you the best, I think it's time for me to bounce too, I just wish I had someone to say I'm home to, we got history, got me feeling the nostalgia when you look at me, thinking about what could've happened or what could've been, finally your face I know ain't that a sight to see, take my time to take your clothes off one more time maybe, acting like you don't be calling it and impressing me. Please record your message. When you are finished recording, hang up or press 1 for more options.
it was, it, you know, it actually worked out for me because, uh, um, oh, God, guys, uh, I, uh, so, um, I'm doing great right now. Uh, I, um, you know, uh, I'm famous, uh, for, I don't know if I mentioned that, but, uh, so yeah, so I'm famous and, uh, I got, uh, all kinds of things going on. Like I, I'm traveling, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always busy, you know, because, uh, because, uh, I have, uh, um, you know, graphic designers and, uh, you know, uh, you know, I got a pretty woman that hosts my show so that I can, like, talk shit about everybody. It's great. I mean, everything's going good, you know. Um, so I don't really need you anymore. But uh, I was, uh, you know, you, you know, we, we live in the same, you know, area. So, you know, I was I was calling you, you know, just to, like, you know, because I don't have a, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to go over there and, and visit you and give you a high five or some shit like that. So, you know, I'm over here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm traveling, I'm always going to different places, um, and, um, you know, I, I have my whole thing going on right now, I got, I got my, I got my, you know, my, my, uh, my, my seminars, uh, you know, I, I, I figured it out, man, I mean, I, I don't need to have a podcast, like, the way that you do, I mean, I, I got, I got it all figured out, cause I got, I, I mean, I got, I got, I got, you know, my, my trading view, and my, and, you know, all my little dojis and my little, you know, candles and all this shit. You know, I, I got a website. You know, it, 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 it's cracking. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm killing it, you know, in the Bitcoin space because I'm telling people to trade. Um, you know, I'm showing people advice on how to trade, even though I don't actually trade. I don't, I'm never going to trade. I mean, uh, what the fuck, what, what kind of idiot would trade? It just, the kind of idiot that would, like, you know, take one of my seminars. You know, like, they they would trade, you know, but I don't fucking do that shit. I'm not a retard. You know, I, I fucking do all my shit on OTC. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, uh, but anyway, uh, my point is that, uh, that uh, you know, I got, I got a little, you know, I got a little racket going on with the, with the, you know, with the, with the crypto. You know, I, I you know, I, I, I talk shit about all the, you know, all the altcoins, everything, everything is shit except Bitcoin because, you know, that's why, you know, park all my money in it and, and so... I have a vested interest in, in doing that, but, uh, you know, uh, it, it's a really good thing for me, because the thing is, is like, uh, so, um, you know, when I was at Goldman Sachs and all this, so the Bear Stearns and all, whatever, you know, I didn't, I didn't really make it, you know, I mean, because if I would have made it, I would have been there, you know, because obviously I would have been making more money in this, crypt than in this crypto shit, so I, you know, uh, you know, it's like it's like going from like a, a, a you know a lap pool to like a one inch little kiddie pool. You know, like I was in the lap pool and like these fools were like, you know, fucking, you know, doing all kinds of crazy ass like uh, backstroke and breaststroke and fucking, you know, doing super fast swimming. And I was like, fucking, I can't keep up with this shit. So I fucking jumped into the kiddie pool and now I'm just like fucking pushing kids over and shit in the, in the pool. You know what I mean? And, and it's great. Like, I love it. Like, this, this is exactly what I came here for. You know, I didn't come here for fucking censorship resistance or whatever. You know, and that's, I think, I think that's part of why we didn't really necessarily, I didn't come here for the tech. You know, I didn't come here for the tech and that's probably why uh, you and I didn't really see eye to eye because, you know, you, you play with tech. I don't, I don't do that. I mean, I, I'm just focused on the price. You know, I'm focused on the price and selling um, techniques of, uh, you know, un, untested techniques of, uh, you know, um, 
you know, uh, predicting the price. Um, but but with no strings attached because I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm basically it's like 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 I've said before, it's like a sex line. You know, I mean, you call in, and you, you 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 know, I tell you, oh, you you do this, well, I, it, it doesn't matter to me because you, you can't give your money back. You know, all these people, uh, you know, my friend Jimmy Song, you know, he's actually trying to like educate the uh, programmers and shit like that. That, that, that. That's not my shit. You know what I mean? I, I I'm trying to, uh, you know. Uh, make money um, off of the idiots that are around here. Um, but at the same time, I also want to save the same idiots for uh, investing in anything other than what I tell them to invest in. So uh, that is my that that is my that is like my new mission because now that I have all these graphic designers and shit like that. And I don't need people like you anymore. Uh, you know, I can, I can just, you know, I can move on and, you know, make it, make myself look like a noble guy. You know, I mean, I'm a no, I am a noble guy. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying to help people. You know, that's why I charge them, you know, point one Bitcoin to, you know, uh, listen to how they can lose money. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a good, it's a good system for me. You know, um, so I don't even need a podcast. I mean, I, 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 I podcast all the time. You know, I mean, I, I'm always, I'm always doing something. I, I don't need a structure. I, ju- I just show up and I just have my laptop because people are paying for me to be there in the first place. And I don't really care, you know. And, you know, uh, um, here's the last thing that I would say, okay. Um, whatever you do, do not follow this one guy. This is one, the only thorn in my side is this one guy, Crip Loco, okay, do not follow this guy, this guy is insane, okay, he's got all kinds of shit, that's why he's called Crip Loco, I, I don't want to deal with him, he's fucking always trolling on me, and it's fucking ridiculous, okay, I mean, like, can you just help me with him, like, that's actually the reason why I'm calling you, because I wouldn't otherwise have called you, actually, now that I think about it, because I'm famous, alright, so I don't need to call you, I'm gonna hang out with Charlie Lee and fucking Andreas and all this shit, alright, so why don't you maybe work with me so we can take this guy down, okay, Cryptoco is bad news, okay, do not follow him, do not tell people to follow him, it is bad, alright, so all I'm asking for is for you to just Help me out with this one, okay? So, uh, I just, you know, I wanted to say, you know, leave it with that. You know, uh, thank you. Um, you, you've been excellent in the space, and, uh, and, and I'm famous, okay? So, I, I, I'm, I'm glad I didn't need you for anything, okay? Uh, but, uh, but, but yeah, uh, yeah, God, guys, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm out.